Welcome to Going Up North. I'm KCT, and this is it, part one of the finale. Me and the old man finally get to sit today, and it was great. Gotta spend some time learning about our shared history and just shooting the shit. Can't wait to get this started, so let's get right into it. Striped Whistler. Nice. Look at this little guy. That's pretty slick there, Pops. <laughs> yeah. Never finished that one straight, but I don't think they will. That could be the secret that drives them nuts. Where'd you get that little thing? Uh, antique store in Crosby I bought. There's another red and white in this bag. It's got, like, glitter on it. Okay. Well, you want a light? No, this just water as well. Oh, okay. It's in the corner. And I thought the guy that worked the booth, or I was in the booth, it was like a bunch of people that had little areas in a store, you know, mm -hmm. like a mall or whatever. And we went over there for. go dump my dad's ashes in that lake where they had a cabin in the Harvey and my dad got this cabin and we used to go for family vacations and should take you over there sometime. Yeah, that'd be cool. Is it still there or is it just the lake? <coughs> yeah, it's all fixed up like a house now, but Okay. Um, really kind of a by Deerwood and we ended up staying at Rutgers over there. Oh yeah. Where yeah. Erica does her family thing and Yeah, that's a fucking nice area. Then we went into Crosby and we got a million antique shops in Crosby. It's like the antiques. A lot of them have closed, but that's kind of their draw. They had the main street was twenty antiques. I know, I've driven through there, it's crazy. And uh, so we were hitting most of them and this guy had some decoys in a case, like a jewelry case, whatever. Mm. And I said, hey, let me see that red and white. And then there was that little white one, and I went, oh man, is that ever cool. So I bought both of them. Oh, shit, I gotta, well then I forgot that little one was. and I saw it in there last night and I'm like, oh shit. I gotta bring that bitch out to officials. Put it in there. Did you get that one? I was sitting on the floor over there. Didn't I need to yeah, I, said, I put that little. I just set it alongside the chair. I'll put it back. 
Oh, I just wanted to make sure I didn't lose it or forget what I did with it. This one, that's the one you put. You said touch it. It's got, he put like glass beads on it or oh, something. Or he painted okay. it or something. I think, and I thought, oh, maybe that'll work. Maybe that's not such a bad idea. Because hmm. we put glass beads on our paint stripes on the highway for reflection. Oh, okay. And the paint right behind the paint, there's a little chute that drops glass beads on top of them and then when it, it dries they kind of encapsulate into the paint and they supposedly make them more reflective. When did you guys start doing that? All that shit's got to be like recent, right? You never did yeah, shit like that used back to, in the yeah, day? Yeah, we used to just use yellow and white. Did you do a bunch of research and shit before you made those? Like, what's the best kind of wood to make them out of? Or it doesn't fucking matter. <coughs> I know. I just had some and I just started. I know I used this. Some of these are like oak or that organ that Linda bought an organ at a garage sale. And all she wanted was the top piece that was kind of extravagant. And I used some of that wood and different things. Maybe some of these are like cedar. Then you just drill a hole in them and put lead in the hole so that they're weighted. Yep. And the copper that we use for fins on some of these I got from a guy at work. Oh shit, what was that? So everybody's been asking me, and I don't even I don't even really know when did you learn or when did you start spearing or who fucking taught you. There was a guy I worked with years ago that had a house like just the side of the hole, you know, over. So it would have been four by six probably or four by. And I worked. Oh, just enough to sit here with the right. hole in front of you. Okay. And he said I could use it, you know, whatever. So I went out there with him probably a couple times. I don't remember. Yeah, probably just a few times. And then started. Older guy or what? Or yeah, he was friends of my parents and went to their church. Okay. His name was Darwin Morrow, and he was actually grew up in Black Duck. Hmm. He had a little house, so I used that. And it was on a small lake near cloquet or whatever and then these guys that come into the store all the time they speared Rick and Tom Rick is that one kid that I visited out in Colorado a couple times and he uh, 
they had a house that they put out, they made, you know, because they were carpenters with all these scraps from different jobs, they made a pretty good size one, where the stove was in the middle and there was a hole here and a hole over there. Okay. And help them put it out and sit in it a little bit or go out there. And on the same lake, you're saying? They put it on different lake oh, every okay. you know year. If they did good, they they had a lake. They kind of <coughs> what the hell was it? Was that lake? It's over by Carlton Chub Lake, I think. Hmm. And uh, in the winter, they were kind of slow. So if they weren't had any building jobs or remodeling jobs, they'd sit out there. And, dick off and drink, hang out and spear, try to spear something. So uh, then when I moved over here, Frank had that angling house, but how the hell did I actually meet Scooney? Probably out Through on Stevens? Yeah, probably out on the lake just fishing. So then when you moved up here and met one of those guys eventually? Or? Then we met old man Carl and he was always asking us to help him put this thing out. Yeah, when was that, maybe 20 he, years ago? Or? Yeah, 30, probably 30. No way, you knew old man Carl for fucking 30 years? <coughs> well, shortly after I got up here, like 86, maybe 87 or 88. Holy shit, I didn't realize that. He just had retired and moved over here from farming, you know. Right. bought that condo, so he'd always come into Frank's and bullshit. And That's crazy. I don't remember him at all. And I might I remember him one from when I was older, but I don't remember him. <clears throat> he had a different house than this. He had like a camper that was made into an old, one of them old silver cars. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. And he angled mainly, but then I don't know if someone took him spearing or something, and he... Did he build this? He must have had it built, because this this is a pretty nice setup, you know. I like it a lot. Fuck. I like it better. Light, than it's easy to move. It's easy to lift up. I was out here before you guys all came, and me and Scooney put it on the ice and blocked it up two two blocks. But because we didn't have much ice early, I mean it was deer season. The lakes froze over. And then it got windy and rainy, and it blew off and got windy and rainy and you know we had cold weather but never like zero mm -hmm. it was like 30s during the day and 30s at night you know or 30s at night and 40s during the day well early ice too you can go through in one swath of the bar but like now if we were to cut another hole let's just say move out to 10 11 12 feet um You'd drill four corners and then cut in between with that big hand saw. Right. And then, because this bar doesn't go all the way through, well, it don't save you nothing to cut it with the, bo with the power saw if you can't get all the way through. Right. Yeah, that just seems, it's, it's all, I don't know, I've thought about that. That seems so fucking dangerous, though. Standing on the ice covered in water with a chainsaw. Or you stand off to the side and it shoots the water out, you know. Right, but it's kind of splashing and pooling. It's a fucking recipe for slipping and hurting yourself. Oh, yeah, because, well, you try to cut all the way around without going through, you know. 
and then your final cut, you go through and then you got water everywhere, you know what I mean? You cut, if you think the ice is a foot, you try to cut like just 10 inches deep all the way around to get a kind of an outline of the hole, you know. But you do you cut four cuts or do you just kind of cut like a big circle? No, you cut four cuts, a square. Well, you mark this out with a chisel so you know where it is, pull the house out of the way, and then you start cutting. Well, if the ice is, you know, eight inches, you just cut six all the way around the square. And then the last time around, you'd go the final two, you know, and go into the water. Because oh, okay. you don't want to jam the up with water till the very end because if it dies or something you'll never get the fucker going again because once you hit the water you want to just make your final four cuts because then right then you shut the saw off and it, if it's cold out and you throw it in the back of your vehicle everything freezes you take it home let it thaw out and then it's good but right if it's really cold out the thing's frozen in a matter of minutes so you're not going to get it going again, you know, you want to make sure you, once you start spraying water that you're almost done. Because if you just buried in that corner and start going, yeah, you would have water everywhere, you know. So you, the first few cuts around the square, you just go a couple inches and it's just spraying like... Ice chips. Yeah, yeah. like a Samboni or whatever. Hmm. And then you can kind of shovel out of the way. And I usually try to help Scooney get shit out of the way when he's doing it. <clears throat> then usually he'll, right before he goes through, he'll stand on it and go, I feel like the Three Stooges. And, I'm, and he's jumping up and down. I go, you stupid fucker. Oh, man. fuck. One of these times a fucker's going to break loose. It ain't going to be so funny. <laughs> Could you imagine? He's like, yeah. You yeah. might balance on it for a minute, but if it flipped, right, you could go under and it could cap itself off right over you. Oh yeah, it'd be a bitch to get out. Well, you you'd well, have you'd, to you'd throw the saw and grab for the edge of the hole. I would imagine, but you'd be scrambling like a dog that got run over by a oh, fucking fuck. And then it, if he did go down, you'd have to push the block down to make. Hopefully, he he wouldn't up. be stuck under. Oh fuck. Why even try, right. dumb fucker? So then, once you got the hole cut, you just back the house straight back over it. Because I've yeah. wondered about the, how do you get it perfect, <laughs> or how do you not well, you drop just, the wheels through? Well, the wheels are quite a bit wide, but yeah, you just pull it far enough ahead and then just back straight up. Or you know, that one year, did I think? Especially, you don't really want to drive the truck over the hole. You want to back the house up. Right. Well, I mean, you can. It's not it's just kind of it's a little bit sketchy. Yeah, why fucking... Why try to make anything more... Right, you don't want to slip off and have one of your wheels fall in the Or hole. if it's weak enough to have the whole thing go in. Right. So, usually you just pull it ahead and then back it up. And then once... Once you lift the arms up and set the house down, you can move that. This thing is isn't that heavy. It's four or five hundred pound. You push it around and okay. And then if you have to move it, you can push the arm down just enough to lift the ice ice off the or the whole uh, house off the ice. And then just have someone on that corner and go push it over a little. Then you look in the door and you go, oh yeah, because 
once we got it all plowed in and banked up, Scooney goes, oh, we should have had it over a couple inches. And I go, well, now, now's the time to move it before all the snow freezes around the outside. So I just started pushing on the corners, moved it over a couple inches. And he goes, yeah, that's better. Because one side was a little off, you know? Right. Overlap, and the other side, you could see way under the edge of the hole, you know? And then this usually happens from chopping it out. It just doesn't stay perfectly square. Right. It'd fucking be almost impossible. Right. Right. So then you would kind of use this. You would, well, because <clears throat> I remember just, like you say, mostly angling. And then did you start using this when Frank quit putting the house out or? Well, I, old man Carl, when we helped him, he'd always say, well, you can use it or when he'd go back to the farm, like over Christmas. Right. He'd say, well, go out there and clean the hole out because he never kept it heated. He was so cheap, he'd shut the heat off when he left. But he went out there every day, so. Yeah, they'd only be an inch or whatever, yeah, and then he'd just chisel it out every fall. Oh, pain in the ass. It's, yeah, and then he'd just. I guess if you got nothing better to do, though. <clears throat> Yeah, he'd just throw the shavings right outside the door, and it was like suicide getting in and out of there, because I try to throw them off to the side just right. so it isn't so fucking dangerous. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I would use it when he went away and check on it, and I think he actually had the tank in here sometimes, you know, because of the whatever reason this whole side he never really used he had this thing piled up on bricks and just kind of a, i put this hinge on the wall so i can yeah. take this off yeah and put it in the garage or whatever, <coughs> yeah wherever, yeah and it swings you can move it blah 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 and so then i'd use his and then jerry always had one out here and scooney had that little one that he'd always put on wolf or Somewhere. Mm-hmm. I never really used Scoonies much. I always used Jerry's because Jerry would put his on the midge. Yeah, or he's got a nice right one, on. right? His wife just bought him a Scout. It's a custom-made one that is like those angling houses, except it's a spearing house. Okay. They crank down and the trailers, you know, all part of the unit. Mm-hmm. He even had a portable that he had set up for spearing. We'd go back to like smaller lakes and set it up for the day. Or he Did you ever have luck out doing that? Nothing great. We'd get a few, but we'd leave, he'd leave it out there for a week maybe and go a few days and then take it off when the hole froze up up on North Twin or. <laughs> we had a damn muskrat living in one. Oh, that's right, you tell you. Then we trapped it. Oh, really? I got some. I had some traps, and I, he kept coming up, you know, in in the house and shit, and then bringing weeds and like those bulrushes. They mm -hmm. eat those, but they. How big was it? Oh fuck! It was like foot long or eighteen inches. Well, then some one of his kids went there to spear and and uh, hang out or whatever and drink with his buddies for the day or whatever. And they, th they 
found it in the hole because we put the trap right on the edge thinking well when he climbs up there he'll then he'll thrash around in the water and drown you know once you get him hooked in there and that's what happened so the kid pulled the thing out threw it outside when the fucking game warden showed up no day. fucking way yeah got all pissed off at him about a trapping license and he goes, my dad has been using this. I just came out here for the day, dude. I mean, I guess you got to do what you got to do, but the thing's been living in his house. That's why they trapped it. They're not trapping. They're trying to get rid of the fuck. <coughs> well, I he, guess you can't do that then, huh? Yeah, well, he kind of was going to give him the ride act about it. He should give him a ticket, but he didn't. But he said, you tell your dad next time he does shit like that to get a fucking trapping license. It's like, well, it's either that or move the house, I guess. Because he couldn't get rid of it. He tried different things and right. think it coming back, you know. Put warm. Put a yeah, and he could sit up in here and bring his bow rushes in here and nibble on them and it was like a fucking house, you know. <laughs> Why well, live under the water <coughs> in some grass hut? God, that's so funny. I think the... Uh, Oh, muskrats will actually go live in beaver huts in the winter and they actually coexist like a family unit as long as no one gets in each other's way the beaver will let them you know hmm. rat hole out and on the fringes of those great big right. grass yeah. structures dig a structure. hole in there and sleep or whatever yeah, the fuck they do yeah just make their own little place for the winter because they, they can come up out of the water you know because yeah. part of it yeah and then they Sit. Oh, there's one coming. Get the spear ready. Get the spear ready. See him? Let me get him. Straight down. I can't see him. Straight down. Oh, yeah, there he is. Put the spear down a little for the other there you go. Nice. Let me get this line up. You little fucking sudden spoon. Let me get this Door bungee. Yeah, like I said, when like I, Corbin got, I, I'm just going, dude, it's right there. What are you doing? And I could see he had the spear over the top of it. I'm waiting. He's waiting and waiting and waiting. I'm going, like, what are you doing? He goes, I can't even see it. Oh, yeah. And that's what, then he said the same thing to me about the one I got. He was like, well, what are you waiting for? <laughs> I can't see it. for the old Sutton spoon. Yeah, that brought him in. Fuck. He started sneaking in on the side over there, and I'm like, oh, man. Here he comes. And I didn't know what to do. I thought, I don't want to pull it all the way out. But right, scare him off. Or yeah. Or That's how you do that. Yeah. <laughs> 
turn the heat up, not only that song. Let a little fresh air in here, there. <laughs> oh, no, I bet I kicked over this cup of coffee I had. Oh, no, look at that. Executed perfectly, Hall. He came right in on the bottom. Hmm. Yeah, he was down there pretty deep. You want to hand me that fucking scoop? I had it hanging off the shelf way in the corner. Yeah, everyone says the same shit when they get out here because you, you don't know. You know, I didn't know, but like when that wallet came through, Steve was like, "It's right fucking there." I don't even see it, dude. What are you talking about? And then that one came from the weed bed behind you. Oh, okay. He was right on top of those weeds, coming right. I haven't seen any come that way. I don't think. Well, and then we were about to fuck. Oh yeah, we switched sides yesterday. Now I see what you're looking. Yeah, I couldn't have seen that fucking walleye. There is some cabbage underneath my feet, kind of dead, mm -hmm. you can see. Whew. All right. It's a good way to start the fucking day. Yeah, but how long did that take? Were we here an hour? No. no? Four, tw 40 minutes, maybe? I chopped these little notches before I yeah. put the blocks under the house. Well, the house actually moved a little bit when I blocked it up. Okay. And I'm like, oh, well, that'll work, I guess. That's funny. Well, so then do you remember the first time, because I was trying to remember too, do you remember when the first time you took me out to this house? When I was out in front of Old Man Carl's condo, I think. Did we go out there together once? Oh, okay. A couple times when I was like... Maybe, Six, yeah. 15, 16, maybe 16, probably. Must have been like around the holidays or something when he was gone and I was supposed to. Yeah, because then I, the you must have asked him or something because you said you let me go out there a couple times by myself, too. Or oh, okay. you said, well, you, because oh, I was like, well, fuck, uh, blah. Or I went out there with uh, Mike at least once, maybe twice over Christmas break or something that year. Cause oh, yeah, because they always went home for Christmas over in the Right, morning. it must have been then, because you were like, yeah, fuck, here's the, he gave you, you were like, yeah, I have the keys here, you guys want to go spear, go for it. You can just hand me the rod. Yeah. So then, <clears throat> then when he, so fuck, when I went to college, I remember coming home and using it, but then, you had it over here, was that, so did he give it to you to put out? Yeah, he just said he wasn't going to put it out that one winter, and I go, well, Carl, why not? I think he was, wasn't was feeling good, and he knew something was wrong, he just kind of lost interest. Right. And so he said, well, you put it out, and I'll go out there. Cause he Is that always, when you had... always wanted it out in front of his condo when he was... Right, because he could walk, walk there, or... Yeah, or take a snowmobile. snowmobile. Yeah, I remember he had that old fucking... Thing that was just another headache to keep that thing running. Mm -hmm. So did you put it out there that year? No, the first time we put it over by the oh, beach. Oh, in front of the beach, yeah, okay, that's what I thought. We I walked out there and Scooney goes, this is a good spot. And then we GPSed it because we did pretty good there. We got like 40, I think I kept track, we got like 40-some. Yeah, I remember that because I went out there. I got a tan. That's what. That's the year I got my tan there, nine and a half or whatever the fuck. Yeah, that big. Yeah, because we got a lot of nice fish over there. Mm-hmm. That's where I saw that catfish that and that big muskie that was.
So it was that first year that he said, I'm not fucking with it, and you put it over here that he passed? Must have been. Or did I put it out in front of his place where he could... No, I think we put it over here. Yeah, he just said, well, put it out wherever you want, and I'll go out there maybe or whatever. Right. Did you ever sit out here with him, or did he just come out here when he wanted it or whatever? He never did come out after he gave it to me. Well, then he died, and then that spring when we took it off, I called Joyce and said, do you think I should put it back over there when we take it off? And she goes, no. I think you should store it somewhere. You could, can't you put it somewhere else? We don't want it back over there. And uh, they don't want it back over there, pretty much is what she said. And I said, well, we could take it out to Scooney's house. He'll store it, I guess. She goes, yeah, that's fine. And then the next year I called her and just said, well, I'm going to out on Bemidji in front of Cameron. That was one of the qualifiers. She said, well, just let me know where it is. And if the grandkids or people that used to go out there with Grandpa Carl or whatever, <coughs> if they ever want to go, you can show them where it is. And I said, yeah, that's a, that's fair. Right. That's only fair. And she goes, okay, that works well. Any, does she ever call you or anybody ever called you? No, but I ran into out? one of their sons, Corey, at the grocery store, and I told him I was planning on getting it out. And she's still around, too, living she in that condo? Or? Yeah, she comes and goes. She spends a lot of time back where they're from. So Why'd they, they pick Bemidji, do you know? Or? They used to come to Rutgers. Okay. For family vacations. Cool. They love to, you know, all their kids that swim in the lake and right. boat. They're nice resorts, fuck. Fish. And so I suppose when old man Carl decided he was going to retire, they said, well, we should just buy a place on the lake. And then the kids and people can come stay with us. Mm -hmm. And he would and sit so out here all fucking day, wouldn't he? Or come just out in like the morning? Been doing right in the morning, yeah, and then maybe go in at noon and eat. And Depending upon how many he saw or got, he might go out, but he'd always be back by 3 o'clock or whatever. Right, because he's at the bar by 4. 4.30, I think he'd go out. <laughs> like clockwork. Just up at Slim's there? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think anybody I've ever take, took out here has ever been like, that was stupid. You know, only people think, holy crap, you know, it's <coughs> Well, especially if you see one, if you did, yeah. maybe, even if it's a walleye or perch. Yeah, at least it's, you puts it a, into perspective. Right, at least you get an idea of what, why you're sitting here. But if Yeah, part of this, too, to me, is getting people out here that never done it before and showing them something new and interesting and maybe getting them into it. And they'll go home and tell their friends, and then maybe they'll go out spearing sometime and... Right. At the very least, they have a fucking cool experience because most people have never fucking seen down a fish hole. I know it fucking blew my mind. Well, I told, that's what I told Landry. I go, bring them, because his girlfriend is from Hawaii, right? Yeah, yeah, but their parents, her parents, one's from like the bayou and the other one's from fucking wherever. They've never seen ice. They don't know that ice, They when they saw 
cars out here. They couldn't believe that that was a, you know, it's just a big snow field. No, it's a frozen lake. Right. There's water under there. Yeah, in the summer, that's a... swimming it in the summer and it gets cold in the winter and, <coughs> and it freezes and they're like yeah right you know, people can't grasp that concept right no until exactly. you see it right and go wow it is cold out oh it is it stays cold for so long that the lake freezes mm-hmm yeah like I was saying it blew my mind enough that I whatever fell in love with it fuck I love coming out here this is I mean, fuck! It sucks when you don't see anything, but you can't. You if if you're not looking, you're never gonna get one. Or you know, if you don't come out here and put in days of not seeing them, then you don't ever get one. Yeah, right. Or whatever. Or see different those monsters like I saw that just like. Right. Or yeah, me and Jeff saw that muskie. Oh fucking! I told he called me or called the house the day we were talking. I said, I've told fucking everybody I know that story. <laughs> it up. I was like, how is the decoy moving on its own? No, yeah, just put that one down lower here. Put this one up higher from there. I know we were kind of talking about, oh, what the fuck, I keep knocking that over. I know we were talking about it a little bit last night, but if you were to build the same fucking house, but, you know, obviously without, like, the taped over windows, yeah, I wrote a materials list down because I thought, well, what if those kids ever took it back? Yeah, because this is just one-inch square steel tubing. Yeah. And this is just one-inch styrofoam painted black because it's usually yellow at the lumber yard. Right. And this is just garage doors. Oh, no, those are garage, garage doors. doors. Nice. Yeah, and then they sloped it, so that's all right, which is nice. One side's taller than the other, so right. that should leak off but I think I would make the roof all one piece or just put metal or something up there because um, it does yeah. I've recalked this and dug all that shit out and tried to make it because it right oh man Carl he just slapped shit together and put tape up there and, right which you know I mean he tried that's just the way he was right he didn't care if it dripped a little but when I had it on at Scoonies one year, I thought I should do this right and got <coughs> got up on the roof and peeled it all out because it would leak. Yeah, you got. And then put in all new piece, shit. Yeah. And then I think I ran out. I mean, I put it in from the top, and then I came in here and filled it in from the bottom. So it was thought, well, it shouldn't leak now, or it shouldn't mm. leak as much. Right. Yeah, and the floor is a couple of sheets of plywood and just some framework, and then the wheels and the arm. And I guess that would be the hardest thing. I mean, I feel like we could slap one of these together pretty easy, but I wouldn't be very confident about mounting those wheels on it. Yeah, and uh, um, 
See, this was set up, you could angle out of it too. The, there's a piece of plywood that fits in this, but the holes in the corners we used to have, like for, you could just open a little door. Oh, I do remember that. And there was like two, one in each corner you could angle. <coughs> or pop a ball. I put plywood on top of the plywood that was here because it was kind of, the floor was kind of rickety. And right. Was soft in a couple spots from um, just being wet over, over the years. Yeah. And right by the door where you always step in was... First day when me and Corbin were out here. Oh yeah, that isn't that amazing. Like I said, the ice never stopped cracking. Hardly. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah, whatever. I was gonna say and bullshit about what I wanted to eat. But I think, uh, call like, uh, wanna do pizza? Yeah, we can call pizza. We'll get it. Sure. Or off. I can have them bring it to the house. Huh? Well, that was a good morning. Spirit of fish and learned a lot. Tune in next week to find out how the afternoon sit went when we come back from lunch. As always, check out the Facebook page, follow me on Twitter, KCT at Going Up North One, the numeral one. Subscribe to us on Google Play, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts. Give us all the stars, a like and a share, tell your friends. Thanks for listening. I'm KCT, and this is Going Up North.